Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the breaking news, the guilty verdicts in the January 6th seditious conspiracy trial. The most serious case to come out of the investigation into the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Tonight, Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes convicted. How many years he faces behind bars. CBS's Scott McFarlane is at the courthouse. Breaking news, tornadoes reported in the South and the warnings of strong, violent twisters to come overnight with the millions of Americans in the path of severe weather. World Cup thriller, the U.S. men's national team victory over Iran. CBS's Roxana Saveri is in Qatar. Nationwide rail strike? Will Republicans and Democrats come together to avoid a work stoppage just days before Christmas? Is it flu, COVID, or RSV? Dr. John LaPook joins us on why so many people are getting sick and why it's important to test to know what virus you have. And CBS's David Begnaud introduces us to a college band marching into Grammy history. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Tuesday night. There is breaking news out of the South where we have just learned that at least three tornadoes have touched down and nearly 20 million Americans remain in the path of severe weather. Plus, tonight, after that major victory for the U.S. men's soccer team, we're getting new details about the condition of star player Christian Pulisic, who was taken to the hospital after the game. We will have more on that in just a moment. But first, we want to begin with that breaking news right here in Washington. A federal jury found Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes guilty 
of seditious conspiracy. Rhodes was convicted for his part in the violent January 6th assault on the Capitol and his failed plot to overturn the 2020 election. Kelly Meggs, another member of the far-right group, was also found guilty of seditious conspiracy. Three other co-defendants were acquitted of seditious conspiracy, but found guilty of other crimes related to the attack on the Capitol. Rhodes and Meggs face up to 20 years in prison. CBS's Scott McFarlane will start us off tonight from outside the U.S. District Court from here in Washington. Good evening, Scott. Nora, it was a marathon two-month trial ended with three days of jury deliberations and the jury convicting the highest profile of the 900 Capitol riot defendants so far. Late today, the jury delivered the stunning verdict, finding Stuart Rhodes, the founder of the far-right Oath Keepers, and his co-defendant, Kelly Meggs of Florida, guilty of the rare charge of seditious conspiracy, plotting to block the peaceful transfer of power in America January 6th. Each now facing the prospect of 20 years in prison on the seditious conspiracy charge alone. During two months of testimony and presentations, prosecutors showed messages and images of the group hatching a plan to equip themselves with tactical gear and to stage guns outside the Washington, D.C. city limits to mobilize if then-President Trump invoked the Insurrection Act. In one message displayed at trial, Rhodes said shortly after the 2020 election, we aren't getting through this without a fight. And later, in instructions ahead of January 6th, If you want some road keepers to stay on the outside, and to stay fully armed and prepared to go in armed if they have to. So if it kicks off, then you rock and roll, okay? The Justice Department also argued the five defendants helped arrange a military stack formation to breach the Capitol amid the mob. Rhodes, the highest profile figure to face trial in connection with the attack, took the stand in his own defense at trial, where he continued to argue the 2020 election was unconstitutional and that the group was equipped only to protect themselves against left-wing agitators. The other three defendants were found not guilty on the seditious conspiracy charge, but were convicted of other federal counts, including obstructing an official proceeding. One of the many witnesses at trial was U.S. Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn, who came hustling down to the courthouse late today for the verdict and told me he was in tears when he heard the conviction. Nora? Quite a victory for the Justice Department. All right, Scott McFarland, thank you. We want to turn out of that breaking news in Mississippi, where at least three tornadoes have touched down. A massive storm system stretching from Texas to South Carolina is expected to produce heavy rains, floodwaters, and hail the size of tennis balls. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas is in Jackson, Mississippi. Severe thunderstorms roared across the south today, bringing heavy rain and strong winds. The National Weather Service confirmed several tornadoes touched down in Mississippi. So far, no reports of damage, but the storms are expected to continue through the night. The same weather system creating havoc in the south is dumping snow from Colorado to the upper Midwest. Parts of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan are bracing for a foot or more. The Twin Cities under a snow emergency as the biggest snowfall of the season snarls traffic. While in the Pacific Northwest, another winter storm is already blowing ashore, bringing wild weather to Washington state before moving south. Seattle could see a few inches of snow, while the Cascades, a few feet. And as night falls here in Mississippi, the potential danger goes up. Because you can't see them in the dark, nighttime tornadoes are two and a half times more likely to be deadly. Nora? 
Manny Bajorquez, thank you so much. We want to get more information now on that continuing threat of tornadoes in the south. Meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel is tracking it all. Mike, good evening. Nora, good evening to you. A significant severe weather risk for the remainder of the evening and overnight. Our exclusive virtual view of Birmingham shows stormy skies through the night tonight, and some of those storms could become severe. Large hail, high winds, a tornado risk as well that's quite significant. Here's a look at the threat area highlighted in red, the future radar overlaid on top of that through this evening. Very significant storms all across our southern states, and then right through the night as well, hitting places like Nashville, Huntsville, Birmingham, Montgomery, Mobile, places like Pensacola, and then Atlanta. Atlanta for the early morning drive as well. As far as the rain goes, it could be excessive as well. So a high risk for some flooding across the south, very likely flooding around Hattiesburg, Mobile, and then north of there. But large areas where high water nor could be a factor over the next 24 hours. Mike Bettis, thank you. Let's turn now to the World Cup. The U.S. men's national soccer team advanced to the round of 16 after a thrilling victory over Iran. For both countries, there was more on the line in this high-stakes match than just the final score. CBS's Roxana Saberi has the exciting details from Qatar. With a header and a sweep of the foot, the U.S. hung on to its hopes at the World Cup, defeating Iran 1-0. And we're undefeated going into the next round. The bad news, goal scorer Christian Pulisic was taken to the hospital after the game with an abdominal injury, but posted this photo saying he'll be ready for the next game. While his team advanced to the next round of the tournament for the first time since 2014. USA, USA. That's a big game, man. When I spoke to the coach and the players, I said, you can do this. They went, oh, they're gonna. they did it. God love them. The face-off kicked off with each side ignited by patriotism, passion. Of course, I'm supporting Iran, yes. Uh, USA. But I will be sleeping separately tonight. And politics. With anti-regime protests rocking Iran, some Iranian-American fans opted to support the Stars and Stripes. We don't think that this government, this flag, it, you know, people. yeah, represents people at this time. That's why we are proud Americans today. And inside, some held up signs spelling out Masa Amini, whose death in Iranian police custody sparked the unrest. Then security appeared to intervene. But mostly, people here told us they came for the soccer. The U.S. plays the Netherlands on Saturday. Iran's team, which stayed competitive despite extraordinary pressures back at home, has now been eliminated from this World Cup. Nora? What an exciting game, Roxana Saberi. Thank you so much. Tonight, more Republicans are speaking out against former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago dinner with Nick Fuentes, a prominent white nationalist and Holocaust denier who was there as a guest of rapper Kanye West. In the last 24 hours, former Vice President Mike Pence, House Leader Kevin McCarthy and Senate Leader Mitch McConnell have all expressed criticism of that meeting. Anyone meeting with people advocating that point of view, in my judgment, are highly unlikely to ever be elected president of the United States. Former Vice President Pence said Trump was wrong and should apologize for giving an anti-Semite a seat at the table. All right, here in Washington, members of both parties in Congress are vowing to avoid a nationwide rail strike that could potentially derail the U.S. economy. We get the latest now from CBS's Ed O'Keefe. 
In his first post-election meeting with top congressional leaders, President Biden today said lawmakers need to put the brakes on a potential railroad strike. It's not an easy call, but I think we have to do it. The economy's at risk. A strike could start next Friday and cost the U.S. economy at least $2 billion a day. The White House saying nearly 800,000 workers could lose their jobs within two weeks. Among the many potential supply chain disruptions, shipments of coal, lumber and grain and some holiday gifts. Gas station owners say it could make it hard to keep fuel in stock. A tentative deal was reached in September, brokered by the White House. This agreement is a big win for America. But in recent weeks, workers in four unions voted to reject that deal, saying it didn't include enough paid sick leave. With talks at an impasse, Mr. Biden said he was forced to call on Congress to step in. Peter Kennedy, who represents one of the rail workers' unions, said he and his members are disappointed in the president, who's traditionally stood with organized labor. I respectfully disagree with him and how he's going about doing this because what he's doing is taking away the members' right to strike. The current deal, which includes a 24% pay increase over five years and an additional paid day off, will now go before the House tomorrow. We must avoid a strike. It's, uh, jobs will be lost, even union jobs will be lost. Water will not be safe. Product will not be going to market. By law, Congress can vote to block rail worker strikes, and they've done so 18 times in the past. But this deal still has to go to the Senate, where tonight Bernie Sanders is vowing to block it unless he gets a vote on an amendment that would give rail workers seven days of paid leave. Nora? Ed O'Keefe with that new information. Thank you, Ed. There's also breaking news tonight. The Senate has just taken an historic step, passing legislation that would enshrine same-sex and interracial marriage rights into law, giving them federal protection. The vote to pass the Respect for Marriage Act was bipartisan, 61 to 36, with several Republicans joining every Democrat in improving, in approving the bill. It now heads to the House, where it's expected to pass as early as next week. We want to turn now to your health. Officials nationwide are bracing for a post-Thanksgiving surge of respiratory illnesses. Family gatherings and large crowds at shopping malls and airports are the perfect breeding ground for the triple-demic of the flu, RSV, and COVID-19. CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook is with us. Dr. LaPook, so good to have you. So if you're sick, why is it important to test? Well, it's important to know the diagnosis because it can affect the actual treatment uh, for covid for flu, uh, there are specific drugs that can be given, especially if you're at increased risk of progressing to more severe illness. Now, for RSV, there's no specific treatment, but there are things to know. For example, it's very important to look for any evidence of trouble breathing, especially in infants. For example, they can have retraction or pulling in of the muscles of the chest wall or neck, and that can mean that the baby or infant is just working too hard to breathe and needs to be seen by a health professional right away. And doctor, is there any way to tell the difference between COVID flu and RSV? Well, unfortunately, you can't do it by symptoms alone reliably, so you need testing. Now, if you have access to COVID testing at home, you can start there. There is no FDA-approved rapid test at home for RSV or flu. Uh, so let's say you have the COVID test, it's negative, but you have symptoms, it could be a false negative. So then you may want to go to a hospital urgent care center, to your doctor, uh, health professional, and they can do a PCR test that can look not just for COVID, but for RSV, flu, and a lot of other things. Now, it may not be covered by insurance, so you may want to check on that. And Nora, I'll leave you with one thing, which is it's not too late to get an updated COVID booster or a flu shot. 
That's good advice. And there were some folks in my family who didn't have RSV, COVID, or the flu. There's other stuff out there, too, right? Absolutely. Adenovirus and a bunch of other things that can be tested for on that big panel of PCR testing. Good information. Always good to see you, Dr. LaPoupe. Thank you. Tonight, the 200,000 people who live on Hawaii's Big Island are on alert as Mauna Loa, the world's largest active volcano, is erupting for the first time in nearly 40 years. It's been shooting lava as high as 200 feet in the air. But right now, it's not threatening any homes or businesses. Officials warn that air quality could quickly worsen from volcanic gas and ash, and flights could also be disrupted. Actor Will Smith sat down for his first TV interview since his infamous Oscar night slap of comedian Chris Rock. The Academy Award winner told The Daily Show's Trevor Noah that he understands how shocking that was for people. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. Welcome back to The Daily Show. Kind sir. After staying mostly out of the spotlight since his Oscars slap, Will Smith opened up to Trevor Noah. You just never know what somebody's going through. And... I was going through something that night, you know, and uh, not that that, you know, justifies my behavior at all. He didn't say what he was going through, but he did allude to an abusive childhood. It was the little boy that watched his father beat up his mother. All of that just bubbled up in, in, in that moment. At the end of the day, I just I lost it. After Smith got home Oscar night, he said his nine-year-old nephew confronted him. He's on my lap and he's holding the Oscar. And he's just like, why did you hit that man, Uncle Will? Do you think this interview helped the situation? I think in the end, it, it sent the kind of public note that Will Smith probably wanted. NPR media analyst Eric Deggins is skeptical about the timing of the interview with Smith's upcoming film, Emancipation. We heard a lot about Will Smith's remorse. We did not hear very much about what Chris Rock is going through. There's a victim here, and the victim is not Will Smith. Smith previously apologized to Rock in a video posted late July, but critics say he needed to do more. There's a sense that he is being sort of coddled through all of this, this redemption tour that he's on, which means it's not much of a redemption tour. And there's no public comment yet from Chris Rock, who made the joke about Smith's wife, Jada, on stage. There is some Oscar buzz surrounding Smith's new film, though. Of course, the Academy's banned him from attending the ceremonies for 10 years. Nora? Carter Evans, thank you. And we're learning more tonight about the dramatic rescue of a man who fell off a cruise ship and was just minutes from death until the Coast Guard intervened. That story's next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. 
So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, we're hearing from one of the Coast Guard officers who helped to pull off that remarkable Thanksgiving Day rescue of a 28-year-old man who fell off a Carnival cruise ship in the Gulf of Mexico. The man treaded for more than 15 hours. Rescuer Richard Heffley tells us when the team got to him, he was close to death. I believe that the survivor had about 30 seconds to a minute left before we would have lost him. An incredible will to survive. Uh, He fell off a boat. He didn't have flotation. He didn't have a radio or flares. He just had to do anything that he could with what he had, which was nothing. The man who was rescued, James Grimes, was airlifted to a hospital where he's recovering from hypothermia. There is a nationwide recall on sippy cups. What parents need to know. There's important recall information tonight for parents. More than 10,000 sippy cups made by green sprouts have been recalled because of a risk of lead poisoning. The recall affects green sprouts, six ounce stainless steel sippy cups and sip and straw cups, and it's eight ounce stainless steel straw bottles. The products were sold at Bye Bye Baby, Whole Foods, Amazon and Bed Bath & Beyond through September of this year. All right. Making music and making history. The story of the Tennessee State University Marching Band is next. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Finally tonight, CBS's David Begno has a story that will bring music to your ears as a band marches into history. Have you ever heard a marching band sound like this? Tennessee State University's marching band, known as the Aristocrat of Bands, teamed up with some of gospel's biggest stars. They created a soulful sound. On their debut album, The Urban Hymnal, 21-year-old senior Curtis Olawumi called it monumental. What's your sound in the revival song? Cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> In a sense, you're marrying two of the most iconic things in African-American culture. That's right. The gospel music, the gospel church, and HBCU bands. Perfect marriage. 
This was the moment the TSU band submitted the music for Grammy consideration. They are now the first college marching band to compete for Best Roots Gospel Album. So you think you've arrived or you gotta keep going? Nah, this, this is only the beginning. There's no telling what's about to happen. Making records and setting them. David Begno, CBS News, Nashville. That is great. I kind of hope they win. That's tonight's CBS Evening News, and we want to leave you with the Empire State Building lit up in red, white, and blue in honor of Team USA's major win. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.